evening prayer starts on page 22. And before we start, just uh, note in the chat, chat bar, the Psalms are 67, Psalm 67 and Psalm 138, and they have a little distance between them, so I uh, put the page numbers there. The Gentiles shall come to thy light, and the kings to the brightness of thy rising. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. Mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent. According to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord, and grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 67 begins on 418, and then we'll jump to Psalm 138 on page 513. God be merciful unto us, and bless us, and show us the light of his countenance, and be merciful unto us. That thy way may be known upon earth, thy saving health among all nations. Let the peoples praise thee, O God, yea, let all the peoples praise thee. O oh, let the nations rejoice and be glad, for thou shalt judge the folk righteously, and govern the nations upon earth. Let the peoples praise thee, O God, yea, let all the peoples praise thee. Then shall the earth bring forth her increase, and God, even our own God, shall give us his blessing. God shall bless us, and all the ends of the world shall fear him. One thirty-eight, right? Yes. I will give thanks unto thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. Even before the gods will I sing praise unto thee. I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name, because of thy loving kindness and truth. For thou hast magnified thy name and thy word above all things. When I called upon thee, thou heardest me, and endewest my soul with much strength. All the kings of the earth shall praise thee, O Lord for they have heard the words of thy mouth. Yea, they shall sing of the ways of the Lord, that great is the glory of the Lord. <laughs> for though the Lord is high, yet hath he respect unto the lowly. 
As for the proud, he beholdeth them afar off. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, yet shalt thou refresh me. Though shalt, thou shalt stretch forth thy hand upon the furiousness of mine enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. The Lord shall make good his loving kindness toward me. Yea, thy mercy, O Lord, endureth forever. Despise not, then, the works of thine own hands. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the fourth verse of the first chapter of the book of Jeremiah. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained a you a prophet to the nations. Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a youth. But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am a youth, for you shall go to all who to whom I send you, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms, to root out and pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. Here ends the first lesson. Gather Magnificat. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 26th chapter of the book of Acts. Then Agrippa said to Paul, You are permitted to speak for yourself. So Paul stretched out his hand and answered for himself. I think myself happy, King Agrippa, because today I shall answer for myself before you concerning all the things of which I am accused by the Jews, especially because you are expert in all customs and questions which have to do with the Jews. Therefore I beg you to hear me patiently. My manner of life from my youth, which was spent from the beginning among my own nation at Jerusalem, all the Jews know. They knew me from the first, if they were willing to testify, that according to the strictest sect of our religion I lived like a Pharisee, I lived a Pharisee. And now I stand and am judged for the hope of the promise made by God to our fathers. To this promise are twelve tribes, earnestly serving God night and day, hope to attain. For this hope's sake, King Agrippa, I am accused by the Jews. Why should it be thought incredible by you that God raises the dead? Indeed, I myself thought I must thought I must do many things contrary to the name of Jesus of Nazareth. This I also did in Jerusalem, and of many of the saints I shut up in prison, having received authority from the chief priests. And when they were put to death, I cast my vote against them. 
and I punished them often in every synagogue and compelled them to blaspheme, and being exceedingly enraged against them, I persecuted them even to foreign cities. While thus occupied, as I journeyed to Damascus with authority and commission from the chief priests, at midday, O king, along the road, I saw a light from heaven, brighter than the sun, shining around me and those who journeyed with me. And when we all had fallen to the ground, I heard a voice speaking to me and saying in the Hebrew language, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is hard for you to kick against the goads. So I said, Who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But rise and stand on your feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to make you a minister and a witness, both of the things which you have seen and of the things which I will yet reveal to you. I will deliver you from the Jewish people, as well as from the Gentiles, to whom I now send you, to open their eyes, in order to turn them from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins, and an inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Therefore, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision, but declared first to those in Damascus and in Jerusalem, and throughout all the region of Judea, and then to the Gentiles, that they should repent, turn to God, and do works befitting repentance. For these reasons the Jews seized me in the temple and tried to kill me. Therefore, having obtained help from God, to this day I stand, witnessing both to small and great, saying no other things than those which the prophets and Moses said would come that the Christ would suffer, that he would be the first to rise from the dead, and would proclaim light to the Jewish people and to the Gentiles. Here ends the second lesson. Together, Nuke Demetus, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For my eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save them. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, who through the preaching of the blessed Apostle St. Paul has caused the light of the gospel to shine throughout the world, grant, we beseech thee, that we, having his wonderful conversion and remembrance, may show forth our thankfulness unto thee for the same, by following the holy doctrine which he taught through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
O God, from whom all desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Um, we're, of course, um, still celebrating the conversion of St. Paul. And um, so we have some passages that kind of tie together about um, uh, speaking of the gospel and, and living as, as God's people and following the example of St. Paul. So we look at Psalm 67, and um, it's interesting to look at that psalm. If you look at the first verse, is possibly the worship leader. Um, and then the second verse, uh, line two, the people respond, and then it keeps going back together. In verse four, they all speak together, and then it starts over again, kind of like the way we do it with a um, uh, leader and then a response. So it was, uh, it's a, it's a really good psalm. It's, it's thought to be a psalm that was, uh, one of the harvest Thanksgiving psalms when you give thanks for the harvest coming in. So Psalm 138 uh, seems to be, um, a psalm of David after deliverance. And so we see the, in there when verses one through three, we see the future of the world. And, um, and um, excuse me, that's in verses um, four through six. In seven and eight, we see personal security. And the only thing we know about the experience, it was that prayer was answered in a way that gave David a new vitality. And I think of that because there's so many times when um, I think sometimes, man, how do I keep going? And then all of a sudden, something happens and either the Spirit of God or I see something I hadn't seen before, which is probably through the Spirit of God too. But then I get a little new vitality and I pick it up and get going again. I think we all kind of experience that, some of the ebbs and flows. But this made David um, gave him a charge um, in this instance, and he's he's praying. This is a re this psalm is a response to that electric charge he felt, and he felt he knew the Lord better uh, better than he ever had before. So um, he felt like nobody could beat him or ever prevent him you know, or or get in the way of the Lord's purpose. So that's kind of a good transition into Jeremiah. Interesting. Um, that we were looking at Jeremiah and the same day that we're, we're celebrating the conversion of St. Paul, because in a way, um, Jeremiah and St. Paul had a lot in common. Jeremiah was a priest and was expected to be a priest, but right before he became a priest, he got called as a prophet. And so you can see there's like, I'm heading this way and then I'm going another, and, and then Paul can tell you all about that. Uh, verse 5 says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, knew you and just want to make a note on that. That's not reincarnation. It's just God's knowing, um, you know, all knowing of what's going to happen. And uh, he knew of Jeremiah before he was conceived and had plans for him. So I mentioned Jeremiah was a priest and was supposed to be a priest. Um, and then he got called as a prophet. And the word of the Lord came to him. And that means uh, when people say, thus says the Lord, the word of the Lord came to me. That's kind of an authority they got. And um, so that was a way of, to express that. Um, it also shows that the word of the Lord comes to us sometimes, or when it comes to the prophets, especially, and to us, uh, it's not something we're seeking. That, you know, I don't think anybody signed up and said, hey, I want to be a prophet. Because most of their life, most prophets um, experience um, a lot of hardship and um, persecution and many times death. 
But um, once God speaks to you like that, um, then it's, it's hard to ignore. As um, as Jonah found out that if God's going to get you, or He's going to send somebody else, but you know, pretty much He's going to get you. So um, it's hard to run away from that. And, jo- and Jeremiah's first response is interesting to me because he was really reluctant. I don't know what words to speak. I'm, and then he's, I'm too young. And so um, that was his first response. Does that remind you of anybody? Yes, it does. It reminds us of Moses when God said, go to my people. And he said, well, I'm not, I'm not very quick with speech. And so it's, it's kind of interesting that a lot of the people of God who ended up being his spokespeople uh, had, had a reluctant, reluctance in the beginning. So then we go to our uh, the hero of the day, St. Paul. Uh, he's standing before King Agrippa. And uh, uh, Festus has brought him to King. Festus, the governor, has brought him to King Agrippa because King Agrippa understands the Jews. And Festus has to send Paul to Rome, and he doesn't know what to write about it. We found that in the chapter before. Yeah, um, so Festus is the governor. He wants to send him back to Jerusalem for trial, and Paul doesn't want to go to Jerusalem, so he calls on Caesar as his Roman citizen. And so now Festus has to send him. So this is a little private audience he gets with Festus and and Agrippa. And Paul mentions that he lived according to the strictest sect of our religion. I lived a Pharisee. And it was not just a Pharisee, but a very strict group of Pharisees. And remember, Jeremiah was also going to be a priest and got called to do something else. And Paul's hold um, in his strict uh, sense of duty and and, uh, desire for his religion, uh, he was persecuting Christians and trying to bring them to where they would be uh, persecuted, thrown in jail, but he was doing it because he was zealous for the Jewish faith. And of course, uh, somebody that zealous and um, God had other plans for him. And in the middle of the day, the sun came down. I mean, not the sun, the light came. It was brighter than the sun. And, and Paul went off his horse and and we know everything changed. And um, and as Paul said in verse 19, therefore, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. Uh, that would be a hard thing to be disobedient to. And so one of the things I do when I read scriptures, um, like the, like today with St. Paul, I look for examples. Like a lot of times you'll see commands in there, and St. Paul is really good about writing exhortations, do this instead of this, do that. Um, we look for things like what does this teach us about God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And with St. Paul, a lot of times the best thing to look for is an example to follow. And so we see Paul was a zealous Jewish man. Uh, he didn't have room for those who were against the faith, yet he turned and was willing to face death, which he actually did face and, and experienced uh, as a result of his faith. And so the example is, uh, I think it seems obvious in some ways, but uh, when Paul was headed down the wrong way and he was corrected, he was willing to uh, own that and, and make that change when he was presented with, with evidence of, uh, of the real Jesus. And so what turned him, and this is where my faith has helped, is that if Paul was that kind of man and he turned and was willing to face death, he saw something for real. And, um, you know, it's really nice when we have our own experiences of the realness of God. And um, sometimes I draw on on the experience and stories of others to help me out. Um, I think we've all experienced a conversion of heart, a time when we committed ourselves to what is called the way, um, Christianity. And I imagine many of us have experienced the leadings by the Spirit of the, you know, Jesus will speak to us through our heart, through the Word of God, or through other people, or maybe directly in, in that inner voice that we hear. 
Um, one of the things I really liked was uh, Mother Teresa, and you might remember she was called to a ministry to the poor in India. And uh, she said that in an interview that God had spoken to her and said, do this. And somebody was, oh, and, and when, what else did God tell you? She goes, nothing. That was the only time he ever spoke to me. And she did it for all those years. She heeded her call and was faithful. And I think that's the kind of uh, the faith that Paul had. I think that's the, the faith that we're called to. And I know sometimes I feel guilty because when I'm called, I think, oh, I don't know if I could do that. And I'm reminded of Jeremiah's hesitance to, to follow God. I don't have the words. And so these, these passages remind us of something really, really important. And I'll close with that. And that's that God doesn't choose the qualified. He qualifies the chosen. And you and me, uh, we are all chosen. Let's continue with the um, intercession on page 590. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. And may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member the same, in his vocation and ministry, may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Really good to be with you. Thank you, Aaliyah, for helping out um, and helping us do this prayer, and, and God's blessings to all of you tonight. Thanks, Deacon Bob. Have a wonderful night, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good evening. Yeah, you too.